It's Angela Yee, and I love to travel. My friends in the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to experience their beautiful islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. USVI is literally one of my favorite places. If you're traveling from the U.S., no passport is required, making travel hassle-free. I love the food, the people, the culture, and the beaches. Gorgeous. Add USVI to your vacation list by heading to visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI naturally in rhythm. Hey, ladies, it's Angela Yee. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com slash RTP. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules Day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease way up oh it's way up with angela yee i'm angela yee and jasmine brand is here yes and we were having an amazing conversation without the mics on so i know this is going to be even more fun now that we're talking but um karen khan is here hello hello and you're the founder of i fund women yes ma'am all right and odessa jenkins is here also and odessa jenkins hold on i want to say this wrong is um the founder of the women's national football conference yes yes the wnfc wnfc and we were talking about sports and you were saying that sports you feel like um is super important growing up and it has been for you absolutely and i think even even as for adults but growing up nothing builds character like sports especially team sports you learn how to handle adversity you learn how to handle diversity you learn how to communicate when Mm -hmm. things are going bad and things are going good especially for girls and women um, in those scenarios where you aren't being taught to speak up and say certain things or act certain ways sport gives you the permission right to speak up and to communicate and handle tough situations like a boss you know and I think we need more of that I remember being on the bus going to like our field hockey games and basketball games on the away games Mm -hmm. and the bonding experience that we even had just Yes. In those trips, and then coming back, if you won, you're celebrating. If you lost, you're Absolutely. like quiet on the bus. Well, like boys are boys are <laughs> encouraged for a, few, for a second yeah, or two, and then and then girls have yeah, fun. Yeah. Like boys are boys are um, are like asked to create community around all kinds of stuff, sports, their gear, their and then girls, venture yeah, venture capital, and then girls are asked <laughs> to like club. compete with the things, right? Mm. So, like, sports helps you build that community, just like entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. fundraising does. So it's kind of a dope. 
intersection. Now, Karen, I want to talk to you about iFundWomen because we've spoken before. We did um, some things together with Stacey Tisdale, my partner yes, in Wealth Wednesdays. Stacey Tisdale. <laughs> we love her. And so it's still an issue, right? It is Women's History Month, but this is an ongoing issue that has never been rectified. But for women, when it comes to venture capital, we were just talking about that. Um, what is the percentage of what we get? And for black women, it's even lower. So can yeah. you discuss the disparity with that? Absolutely. And I, you know, I hate being like the Debbie Downer of the of the funding world, but the, the, the numbers don't lie. So women, as a collective, we receive around 2% of venture funding dollars. So 98% of VC dollars, and that's about $300 billion a year in the U.S. With alone, B. with a B, go to men. That's 98% wild. go to men. That's wild. And female founders of color get 0.32%. Yeah. Yeah. 0.3%. It's, it's, the numbers are disgusting. Why is that? Is it because it's mostly white men who are, and they, they see somebody that's like them and they're giving it to each other? That you pretty much summed it up. Yeah. I mean, the disparities around funding are not just relegated to venture capitalists, but yes. So in order to raise VC, you have to have what's called founder pedigree. Mm -hmm. Founder pedigree encompasses three things. One, you have to have made money for the firm before. Okay. So exited a company. They know that you're a sure bet. Number two, you need to be an engineer or a head product person at a fang company. So for like Facebook, Apple, Netflix, Google, it's sort of antiquated, but you've got to be a, uh, an engineer or a product person at one of these massive unicorn companies that have had major outcomes. Mm -hmm. Or you have to be friends at play golf with yeah. the, the buddies at the firm. Okay, that my counts me out of all friend. three. No, <laughs> but by the way, yeah, me so too. Because it, it's, yeah. it, it's, it's even more extreme than that, right? Like from an even higher level, most of these founders that are getting funding, 90% of them plus are white males from three different schools. Mm. Okay, right? so okay makes sense. What are the three schools? Ivy League. It's like Harvard, Yale, and Stanford. So it's not even right. So as as when Karen starts talking about these things, and you think you're thinking about where you're going to raise your capital as an entrepreneur, you eliminate your you start eliminating yourself, and you need other ways to find funding. There's no way that what has traditionally happened is going to work for us. And then you also in these situations have the opportunity to not be successful with your entrepreneurship so that if this doesn't work well, I can just get raise some more money and start something else. Mm. Exactly. And for you, Karen, can you talk about how you even started iFundWomen? Because this all came from something that didn't work out for you. Absolutely. So I was a female founder who could not raise funding, mm. period. So iFundWomen's my second startup. My first startup failed because we couldn't raise funding. And Angela, I came from, I was born and raised at Google. I was there for 10 years you know, was extraordinarily successful. And I had access, when I came out of Google and began my company, I had access to venture capitalists just mm -hmm. through the connections and through this, this color skin, the white skin mm -hmm. privilege, I had access, right? So I could get into the room where it happened, but because of founder pedigree and the algorithms in their heads and actually on paper of who they're gonna fund, it didn't matter that I worked at Google for 10 years and had a connection to such and such and got into the room. They were not going to fund my business. Right. They had not seen anybody that looked like me, let alone looked like Odessa. Mm -hmm. Right. So I thought to myself, truly, if it is this hard for me to raise venture capital and I am very privileged, how hard must it be for the 89 percent of women entrepreneurs in this country? who are women of color entrepreneurs. Right. And so I said right then and there, I'm like, 
we're pivoting, we're shutting down the first business, we're starting a funding platform. This is a massive problem. Yeah, And absolutely. I just was like, I'm going to try to help solve it. And that is literally why we're here. All right. And then Odessa, let's uh, switch over to you, too, for a second, because you play football, all kinds of accolades. Right. <laughs> and I saw you said in the first seven years, you didn't even have a new helmet. Correct. Um, and yeah. playing. So can you just discuss like your career, your upbringing and then what made you decide that you needed to start your own? Absolutely. So I'm an athlete, always been an athlete, as you said. Um, and, and growing up, being a, a girl or a woman in a man's world, in a man's sport, particularly football and basketball in some ways when I was first coming up, um, it was always that you had it, it was it was harder. And that's just the way it was. Mm -hmm. If you were the only girl on the team, it was harder for you. You couldn't go into the locker room. That's just the way it was. I ended up playing Division One basketball and then playing football. And there wasn't a place for me. There wasn't a place for me to think about making a living wage to play football. And I wanted to change that and so in 2017 I got recruited into the NFL through the Bill Walsh diversity internship I was in technology at the time as mm -hmm. well so it was like this great parallel path where I was an outlier both in the world of, in, of, of technology and enterprise and in the world of sport so I was starting to see like wait a minute there's no opportunities for people like me women can't make a living wage playing tackle football why is that right I need to dig deeper to understand why that is. And so when I had my, I left the NFL and thought, I want to create this for women. I don't want, I don't ever want, ever want a woman to feel like I felt where I could not have an opportunity because I'm not the type that you can't, you can tell me I can't have it. And so when I left, I was also exiting my first tech company, some, uh, someone who had raised capital and we had gone through the process. And so I got to 2019 and I was like, wait a minute. This is this just doesn't make sense. I'm a woman in sport. This is America's sport. Yeah. There are thousands and thousands of women playing it. I'm going to create a business that supports the business of sport for women in football. And that's how the WNFC was born. That's actually how I found that's I what Fun I was Women, which is wild, which is wild. That's so how tell I me about that experience of you two connecting with I Fund Women and the WNFC. Yeah, so when I finished exiting the business, and it's so wild that you asked Karen the question about uh, women raising capital, because I didn't even think about going VC route. Mm -hmm. I didn't think that that was for me when I started my business. Why is that for people? Because everybody's always like, VC, VC money, VC money. I never seen it. I didn't see it. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely never seen a woman like me raise capital. I hadn't seen any women in sport raise capital and women in football, they barely existed, let alone raised VC funding. So I, as, as, as aggressive as I am mm -hmm. uh, for advancing women because I couldn't see it, I, I, I didn't think it was possible. Right. That's just tr that's just the truth. So then you met Karen. So then I met Karen and I was I actually went looking for iPhone women. So I went looking for alternative ways to raise capital and I found iPhone women. I was like, wow. This is an opportunity. Like, this money is free. I was a little skeptical to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a scam. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so I went to the platform, and it's like, what do you want to do? I filled out the universal grant form. I started to receive grants. Um, my wow. business so got off the, off the top, you started receiving grants? Off top. I started my crowdfunder. The reason we started the crowdfunder was for production. Okay. Mm -hmm. We wanted to produce women's tackle football for the first time. Okay. And I didn't even know about the grants, and they just started pouring in. That's Brands started amazing. coming to us. 
Because capital is definitely one of the things that is the biggest obstacle. It might be the biggest obstacle when it comes to being successful as an entrepreneur. And That's it's exactly a it's right. a it's a shock as an entrepreneur to get onto a platform like iFund Women, crowdfund, see your friends and family start to come in. But businesses like Adidas gave us a grant. Hmm. American Express chose me as one of the one hundred for one hundred entrepreneurs. Amazing. And gave Dope. my business. And then Johnny Walker gave us a big giant check in, in Brooklyn here. So it's just like all of that happened through being a part of the iPhone Women platform. And that's when I knew something was, we had to hook up. We had to yeah. And Karen, with iPhone Women, it's not just funding that you give, right? It's not just a funding platform. Can you talk about the other services that are available on that platform that you saw a need for? Yeah. So when we started the platform, it was just crowdfunding, right? We were like, okay, what's the fastest way to cash? which is working capital for your business. We can't wait for loans. We ain't getting VC. Mm -hmm. We need it fast. So cash is fast. So crowdfunding was the first thing we did. And we realized that our beta customers didn't know how to crowdfund. And to be fair, we didn't know how to crowdfund until we crowdfunded on another platform <laughs> to pay for our MVP, our minimally viable product. We did a, we kind of lied our way into another platform that's and hilarious. said we were this creative thing when we really weren't, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> so we crowdfunded 30 grand to build our platform and that was the crowdfunding platform. And we realized that our customers didn't know how to do it. I think most people think that when they put up a crowdfunder, that if you build it, if you put it up, they will come. This like is not field of dreams. You, it's sales and marketing, truly. Right. You are raising small increments of money from lots of people that you know that add, add up to just enough to get your business off the ground or get a new product launch or whatever it is. So we started to teach people through our Slack community how to do it, right? So people would start asking questions about, how do I track this? How do I know where my traffic's coming from? And I would be like, oh, just put your Google Analytics code into your page. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, you're speaking another language. Right. What do you mean? So I would jump on a Zoom with them, screen share, set up their Google Analytics for them. And it would, it's the business gift of a lifetime. Like teaching people like, oh, here's where my traffic's coming from. How can I think about marketing? So on and so forth. So from there was born our coaching program. So where we started teaching people about crowdfunding, we were really teaching them about how to build a business mm -hmm. and how to sell and market their yeah. products. So our coaching program is an award-winning program that works to make women money. And so that is kind of like one of the crown jewels that I fund women beyond, beyond the funding. Because to your point, of course, the number one problem in women's businesses succeeding is the lack of access to funding. The second biggest part of that problem is the lack of access to coaches, not mm -hmm. necessarily mentorship, right? Right, Because a lot of people are getting mentored and mentorship's lovely, but like, I wanna learn how to set up my Google Analytics, how to do Facebook retargeting ads, or how to do, how to write a business plan. You know, I want connections to banking relationships and connections to mm -hmm. um, institutions who are gonna give me grants really and partnerships. Really tangible things. Mm -hmm. Exactly, so we started doing coaching, we started doing brokering grants for different enterprises, um, and we also have a marketplace for freelancers to get new customers. So the best form of funding is revenue. Mm -hmm. That's always what I'm going to say forever and always. <laughs> the best form of funding is revenue. Absolutely. And so uh, there are opportunities for business services entrepreneurs, like graphic designers and lawyers and accountants who are entrepreneurs. They're like one-woman bands to come on the platform and get new customers. And I think sometimes people are nervous about crowdfunding. Because, like you said, you know, you do have to know how to market. You have to know where where the traffic's coming from. P people also don't like to ask for, for money. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. 
It's the first thing you have to kind of get over as an entrepreneur (laughs) is asking for help. (laughs) Asking for anything. (laughs) But to to give Karen credit, the iFundWomen sort of playbook on how to crowdfund, the the idea that that's there and you get coaching first takes a little bit of that away Mm -hmm. because you get a plan. If you have a plan, it's easier to ask. Asking without a plan makes it so much harder because you're dealing with all the anxiety of it. That's true. Well said. So I have I have my own business. I'm an entrepreneur, just like Angela. I have an entertainment site, and I started it about twelve years ago. I the Jasmine brand. It's Make sure you say it. Okay. I was going to say, can we yeah. shout, shout yeah. it out? Yeah. Tell the people. Brand. Yeah, but so I started about twelve years ago or something like that. I had no business plan. I had no money. I had no idea mm. how to run a business. I was, you know, I, it was my, it wasn't my intention. So I, knowing something like this would have been a great resource for me. What do you think is the biggest? And I never thought about trying to get funding or crowdfund, like anything like that. I just ne- that wasn't in my vocabulary my dad's an entrepreneur he never talked to me about that kind of stuff what do you think the biggest misconception mis- biggest misconception is about crowdfunding or getting um you know money and yeah. that kind of thing i think that the biggest miscon there's a bunch of misconceptions mm-hmm. one is that it's easy you and think I, people think it's easy i do it sounds very hard to me yeah, i do <laughs> i think i think that people when they look at it and they're not they haven't done it before right. they think it looks easy just kind of like if it all seems my like, friends gave me 20 dollars mm-hmm. like, <laughs> now that sounds easy yeah that's but. exactly right it's kind of like you think when you're going to go sell something on the internet mm-hmm. it seems easy yeah right you think all Very your friends hard. are going to support you think all your family's automatically mm. going to support you think they'll spread the word yeah. and when you become an entrepreneur you find out it can be a it lonely work place like to yeah. be it's like the quickest <laughs> post that you click past is that one is, that says is if all my followers gave me a yeah. dollar you'd be like mm. Click, exactly. Right? It's, it's not to, that I got easy. Thirty something dollars. You? No, we, we, she has a problem with people just posting like their cash app. Yeah, it is. It's a real. I don't thing. like when people post a cash app on their birthday. Yeah, right. Well, uh-huh. I don't. Not people. I don't like when celebrities do it. And anyway, we did a topic, and then a bunch of people sent her money. I was so annoyed. <laughs> Everybody but anyway, was sending me a dollar. It was so annoying. Yeah, it was. So was annoying. it funny? It was great. I want to do it again. <laughs> But anyway, okay. Well, we need to do. You need to get an iPhone winning yes, campaign, and campaign. that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. So I think like one misconception is that is easy, um, which it's it's not. But as Odessa said, if you use the playbook and you get the coaching, which by the way is such a small investment, mm-hmm. to make sure that your round is successful, mm-hmm. it's a no brainer. Um, and I think that a lot of people have crowdfunding shame, which leads to the misconception that mm-hmm. if they eventually want to raise venture capital. Or go and get a bank loan. Yeah. It almost like delegitimizes them oh, okay. when it's actually the opposite. So my phone rings off the hook with seed stage mm-hmm. venture capital firms. They're always asking me for the tea. What are the hot, who are the hot founders? Mm. Who's crushing it? What are the new sectors? What are the new sort of micro sectors that you're seeing come up on the platform? Because they know we're getting the earliest stage entrepreneurs when ideas are fresh and new and never been done before. Right. And I'm giving myself chills because Mm -hmm. I just am thinking so specifically about entrepreneurs who have done never before done things. And that's like hard to do. Right. Right. It's it seems like fresh ideas are hard to come by, not for women. And so I think that um, just getting just wrapping up the answer to your question. If you're if you're listening to this and thinking about crowdfunding and you're worried about the perception, people are going to think you're like not a real business or you're Mm -hmm. asking for charity. Mm -hmm. It is not like that. VCs want to see venture capitalists want to see that you've busted your butt Mm -hmm. and that you can get an audience and you can get people behind your product or service 
And crowdfunding is literally just selling your product or service. I think Those it's are your important rewards. that you talk about getting people, showing that you can get people behind your product or yes. service. It's a huge part. Product market fit, giving, getting market pull is a huge part of growth and scale. And when Karen talks about the idea that friends and family round goes first, that's normal. It's right. a normal part of the capital raise process. And I think if people like you knew. Hey, ladies, it's Angela Yee. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month. It's crucial for us, especially as black women, to focus on our heart health. We pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives, but often our own health takes a back seat. That's where Release the Pressure comes in. It's all about us, black women, seeing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation. Whether it's for yourself, your family, or our community, your health is invaluable. Let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Here's how you can join in. Head on over to iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP today. Together, we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. What's up? It's Angela Yee. And if you know me, you know I have several businesses. Well, one of them had closed down for a little while, but we just reopened it. And that is my juice bar. It's called Nourish Spot BK. And as soon as we reopened, we were really on the clock to find people who can make juices, sandwiches, acai bowls. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way? Way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Maybe you see the perfect candidate. Well, ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. You can invite your top choices to apply and you can even encourage them to apply sooner. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. One of the most important things is having our voices represent us. And that's why black representation in media means so much to me and also to the black community. When things happen with current events and entertainment and politics, it is so important that we are speaking for ourselves and not have other people place a narrative on us and who we are and to tell those stories from our point of view. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts.
more mm-hmm. that the first step is the friends and family round then you get a seed round then you get a series a b c d a lot of us don't know that yeah right? I, I didn't know that but but that's a part of the p- process and iphone women helps you start and that's so. hard too because like for me with my companies you know i haven't gotten investors yet and i'm i want to which but is I, outrageous which yeah. is which is, it sucks using your own money all the time but sometimes people think when you make money and you have money why are you raising money D- that's what, I, that's what I always thought, too. Wi- I have money for so women. Only for women. Only for women. Only You're for exactly women. right. Yeah. So men don't use their own money even when they have it. Correct. Most of the time. What what stage, like, you know, if someone is watching and listening and they, they've they been in business five years, is it good for them to come to you all? Or should they come at the very beginning? When is the best time? Or is it any time? Any time. Right? It's really any time. Okay. It's really any time. I mean, of course... When you were just starting out, as you said it was 12 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So if we had Jasmine right out the gate, of course, like it's better when you, you know, to get it early. Right. We've been a to get the learning journey. early. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But we have entrepreneurs mm-hmm. that have come to us, whether it's through COVID, to keep their doors open. We've yeah. had brick and mortars mm-hmm. that have been a lot, you know, out for 20 years and COVID hits yeah. and they've got a crisis crowdfund. So people right. are at all different stages. We also have people that have raised venture capital, a mm-hmm. seed round, and that are having a lot of trouble raising the next round of capital because it's so much harder. Most women founders drop off the funding map after venture capital founded, uh, venture capital backed founders after the seed round. Getting from seed to Series A is very, very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between um, crowdfunding and VC? Great question. Oh, really good question. Crowd, so crowdfunding is when you, the entrepreneur, go out and raise capital from people that you know. Like the first round, the first step is what you guys are saying. That's what that's yep. what a crowdfunding mm-hmm. is. Okay. And yep. usually and they don't have a, a, they won't have ownership equity in, or equity oh, so you in your business. So you, okay, okay. I didn't. I thought always when you gave money, no. they had some kind of tiny even. Okay. Such a good question. Mm-hmm. So there's two ways to crowdfund. There's mm-hmm. rewards-based crowdfunding, okay. which is what iFund Women does. Which is, um, Jasmine, what's your product? Like, what would you sell me? I have an entertainment site. I don't have a tangible product. What's the service? Let's say you had a a product. What's the service? Let's say if I had a a t-shirt line. All right, but I'm trying to do like live coaching. Oh, yeah. yeah, so, so like, I so, listen, give a shot. I make money off ads. You can so, okay, say so one you... of your one of her one of your uh, rewards can be literally a shout out. Oh yeah, an ad. Yes. That's yes. how I make money. Yeah. 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 There you go. There you go. Okay. She's so, like, I'm trying to do this live. Now. I'm exactly. Somebody, somebody, work with me, Jasmine. Somebody gives $1,000 in your crowdfunding, and, you okay. and at that tier, they can get a free shout out. Yes. And then maybe somebody donates $5,000 in your crowdfunding, and they can get a, a, um, can get a, a sponsor. video. A skin or, or, and if they yeah. give you 10, you'll teach them how to do an ad. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So, so that's, basically, they, you're getting that's cash. rewards. It's rewards. You're okay. getting cash. Mm-hmm. You're selling. You're selling a product or a service. Okay. For cash, they don't get equity in your company. No ownership in your company. It's not debt. You don't have to pay it back. Okay. It's literally a transaction. Got it. You can also do equity crowdfunding. I know what that is. Much. Okay. It's more difficult in that there's a lot of legal yeah. that you have yes. to go through. You have to be. Let's just leave it there. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good path if you are on the venture funding path and you are a tech company, SaaS company. That's a decent path. Okay. Um, but for the majority of women entrepreneurs who are not, who are, we're sector agnostic. You could be a farm to table restaurant, you could be a beauty salon, you could be, you know, uh, whatever, and come and crowdfund on iPhone Women and raise capital, raise cash to fund your business let's keep it all the way 100 to women of color in particular have a harder time mm-hmm. raising capital right 
particularly VC money. And then the second round is even harder for us. If we are getting our funding as women from women, so if a VC that is owned and operated and funded by women, it's even harder to get our second round. As women of color, we need all different ways to raise yeah. capital. And I don't care what <laughs> stage you are in. If there is a different way for you to get dollars into your business, you should be doing it. And that's why I think iPhone Women has a special, unique place. And it's an opportunity for any entrepreneur at any stage. But for us, for black women, too, like with your business, you could be thinking about a project based raise. That okay. isn't just about your business in general. It's about something you want to go and do because that's what funding does. Mm-hmm. It unlocks opportunity for your business. And so this is this is these are the kind of opportunities they're trying to unlock for entrepreneurs. Now, I fund women of color. Mm. Since we're talking about that and <laughs> the, the more we have way more obstacles, too. So can we talk about I fund women of color, the necessity yes. for that? So when I started the business six years ago, um, right out of the gate, 75% of our customers um, were and continue to be women of color entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. okay? Um, 22%, and I know there's a little difference in there because some people don't want to say who they are, mm-hmm. 22% self-identified as Caucasian. Okay, so I'm watching this thing, watching the funding volume, and I know right out the gate, I'm like, oh shit, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm like, oh shit! I know what's gonna. Ha- I I can see the future, and I don't like how it looks. I know that the 22 percent of white women are gonna raise the vast majority of capital. Mm. I just I I saw right. it coming. So I happen to say to Olivia Owens, who was the founder of iPhone Women of Color, she was one of my employees. She's my first employee, um, and. I said, Livy, we are going to need to do a lot of special things and support for our customers who are largely women of color mm-hmm. starting right now. And I got a, I got pushback from the women of color employees in my people of color employees in my in my at the business. They were like, don't other us. Stop putting baby in a corner. Like, let it be. And I'm like, but the funding volume don't lie. Right. So I was like, all right. Like being the white lady named Karen, I would like have to mind my P's and Q's, oh, even though I'm the CEO of the company. I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right. Um, I did dedicate my education to this, and I and I do, and we I am slightly clairvoyant. Yeah, I was an AFM major back in the day when DE and I weren't even letters. The people were together, right. but it, and then I'm like, all right, kids, let's see what happens. So. A year goes by. 2017 was our first year of really running the business. 2018 goes by. After 2018, I look at Olivia and I was like, 80% of the capital is being raised by the 20% of white women. Go find an engineer and a product person and build iPhone women of color. And she was like, okay. (laughs) And she did it. And we launched it at the Women's March in 2020. Wow. And since then, we have taken the cumulative funding volume over the five years of iFund Women, in the first year of running iFund Women of Color, we took the cumulative funding volume and brought it to parity. Oh, wow. That's great. Okay. So, mm-hmm. and, you know, women of color are not a monolith. We know there's yeah. all mm-hmm. kinds of diversity within there, but it was a, but it. That's staggering to hear what it was like 80, that they were getting the, what, 22% were getting 80%. Correct. 
on the platform. It's really disheartening. Yeah, that's... It's the reality of fundraising in in every way. And if you aren't intentional about creating spaces for us, that is what will happen, right? That's what's shown what happened in our our society. So building products for us is is critical to our success. Odessa and Karen, how did y'all get so tight? You know, I just <laughs> honestly we were we were talking about ta- this. We yeah, were talking about this say. and I and I think that we are both women who have dedicated our life to accelerating equity for women. And it's as simple as that. We care about women, we've dedicated our businesses to it, our lives to it, and I think we're going to see women get equity or die trying. And that's kind of like that's the bond that connects us. Obviously, the business connects us, um, but that's the bond that connects us. Yeah. I mean, and we met, obviously, through the through iPhone mm-hmm. Women a long time yeah. ago. And, you know, OJ and I both being in tech and both being women who are doing this thing from like, I'll do this till I die, mm-hmm. meaning like advocate for women. You know, all the money for all the women now is like <laughs> now. my hashtag, mm-hmm. which is very long. And, and <laughs> That's a very long hashtag. But like, like that, that is all the money, all the money for all the women now. Now, <laughs> yeah, like literally right now, not yesterday, right now. So we share this common bond, and we, you know, I've called her many times over the yes. years with like business struggles, and she's you and know same and, and same. So I think we've coached each other, right? Okay. And and I, yep. and I think it's a representation of what you want to see from more executive women. Is it's okay to be coached by another woman? I don't have to knock the crown off of your head. Right. You don't have to knock the crown off the mind. We talk about passing batons back and forth earlier. Like we can both stand in the light and shine. And I think that's why we have this 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 great relationship. But there's also technology. We both love technology. Right. Um, and which football. Is important. And, po- a, and, football. And, and football. And football. So that's and the football. connection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Makes sense now. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I can't wait. You're like, you're gonna get you out in the course. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I do throw a tight spiral. I do say. Yes, I do. Let's find out. Yeah. I have not seen you throw a football. Okay. This is happening. Bring it. Okay. This is I've happening. got many okay. footballs. Yeah, we just found some Now, stuff what are some other success, some of the biggest success, success I can't even say the word, not sex, um, success <laughs> stories that you've had on iFundWomen? Oh, my gosh. So many, Angela. Okay, so many, so many, but I'm going to talk about a couple. So, um, Kim Roxy, who is a girl out of Houston, woman out of Houston, shout out Kim Roxy, founder of Lamique Beauty. Mm-hmm. It is a clean beauty line that Kim started... Uh, honestly, 20 years ago, Kim started as the brow lady in the mall. Her mother gave her a loan. Loretta, God rest her soul, Loretta's always around, who's Kim's mother. Kim's mother gave her a $500 loan to go start her brow uh, business in the mall at a stand. She used to go to the food court to bring customers over. Oh, wow. She, she grew. <laughs> she went into a brick and mortar space, was doing brows and makeup. COVID hit. She was like, all right, I got to pivot to being a direct-to-consumer, to selling products online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had already set up her manufacturing. She, stuff is made locally in Texas. It's all clean. Her mother, unfortunately, passed of cancer. Kim is very particular about the, the, Products, the, the, the ingredients, the ingredients in, in the product. Mm-hmm. Long story medium, Kim came to iPhone Women. I didn't know her. She was a person that just came, raised $55,000 in cash. In one month, wow. from almost 500 funders, That's because her products mm-hmm. are so good, um, she then was another person who got the Amex 100 for 100 grant. She got a grant from Caress, who was the founding partner of iPhone Women of Color. She then, this is going to like, I'm not going to cry, but like, honestly, I want Don't to. Cry. I'm not going to cry. 
Um, fast forward to the royal wedding, Meghan and Harry has. Um, Meghan Markle started wearing Kim's product, and it was in Allure magazine, oh, and wow. she blew up. Wow. She is now in Ulta Beauty. She's in many other major retailers. She's on the CBS morning show. That's She's amazing. just like, has blown up. But like having Meghan Markle. That's, that's a big deal. Can you imagine? Out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. And it's, I just but love But that's this. how amazing the product is. Right. Really the is. product is great. And, you know. Lamique, you said? Lamique. L-A-M-I-K. Mm-hmm. And she, and you can find it on Ulta Beauty. That's, okay. It's sold exclusively online at Ulta Beauty. So, that I mean, that to me is just... The epitome of a success story. This is a girl from Houston who started with 500 bucks and has a great product and knows how to sell it. And here she is. Are there any stories like this that surprised you? Like you didn't think that maybe they would be as successful and you're like, oh, wow, I didn't I didn't see that one coming. Is there anything like that? Are you are you pretty good I mean, at predicting? You know, it's interesting, Jasmine. You can't predict necessarily when someone just starts their campaign. You can't predict what's going to happen until Mm -hmm. you start to see the funding volume. Yeah. It's really the founders. It doesn't matter what business sector they're in. It doesn't matter if they're in tech, if they're in beauty, if they're in food. It's the founders who can sell and market. Yeah. Those are the ones who win. And the ones who do the coaching or use, I mean, we have a free coaching product and we have a paid coaching product. The paid coaching product is so affordable, but even if you use the free tools, right. you get the playbook for free. If you mm-hmm. take the time to fill it out and have a plan, those are the ones who win. Yeah, so this would be can, a good gift for um, mm-hmm. for entrepreneurs too, I feel like. It really the coaching would. Coaching yeah. at a minimum yep. would be Absolutely. a good gift. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Odessa, what's the end game for you? Um, I think for me, I am, you know, anything that involves, as I said, connecting technology, advancing women in sport is what I'm going to do. Obviously, the WNFC and seeing that continue to grow, continuing to to stand in audience with women like Karen and businesses like iFundWomen, um, that, that, that is really my future. I'm going to continue to lead in tech. I'm going to continue to lead in sport and represent, particularly represent black women and show that we don't have to be in a box mm-hmm. we don't have to represent one thing we can get a plan we can get a purpose and we can make some cash and uh keep on multiplying that over and over again so my future really is in representing women who stand tall in the world of creating and accelerating equity did the whole silicon valley bank and uh, because i know that was a lot of tech startup mm-hmm. money did that affect uh people at iPhone women because i know a lot of people had their money there yeah so we we didn't we don't bank with SVB. That being said, you know, the entire startup ecosystem was just upended. Yeah. Right. We have a lot of friends. We were talking about this on yes. the way in. We have a lot of friends in the startup ecosystem, both men and women who have just been going through hell mm. and our hearts genuinely go out to them um, as it relates to women entrepreneurs. We're already at two percent of venture funding. We're going to go down. It is going to be near impossible to raise venture capital for the foreseeable future. And the reason for that is, is because the VC firms needed to help put cash in to shore up the companies that had money in SVB to help them make payroll. And it's so it's it's a real mess right now. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't bode well for the entire startup ecosystem with regards to raising money. And for women, it's going to be exponentially harder which is even more of a reason why iPhone Women is such a critical, essential service 
for entrepreneurs because we are not a venture capital firm. Right. We are a marketplace where you can come, you know, you can get collateral free loans, you can get grants, you can do crowdfunding. You can have some control over whether you can raise capital or not through even just crowdfunding. So um, thank you for asking, though, by the yeah. way. That was a very kind question. I might have to come over to iFund Women and get some come through some crowdfunding tips. I may need to give me a coach. Seriously, the paid one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Jasmine, I will be your coach, and I'm. Ooh. And how about if, how about on the house? Yeah. What? There you okay, go. But I want you to be my coach. She yeah, sets your pace. We do okay. But I, no, but I'll take you as a coach and mind your business. Mind, mind your business in your pockets, okay? All right. Like Olivia I'll told her first, wait, just wait, mind your business. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's great. And I would love for you to detail that journey yeah. you know, as yeah. well. I might have to do it too. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Let's do it. Let's, let's, let's do live coaching. for me on the Cash App. <laughs> how much did you she raise like, on the Cash yeah, App? How much something dollars. Oh, yeah, $30 ain't going to get Because my issue is when celebrities do it like yeah. on their they put their cash up on their birthday and i'm like y'all are good like stop like i don't need celebrities to do that, do that? It's yes a I, like I, know. I was like I i'm like, like they're like if all my followers give me a dollar for my birthday and it makes yeah. me but so what mad are you doing with the money probably somebody I, somebody did donate it i remember that it was, oh, I, they, who it was. I think we used your money to have lunch that, oh, that wasn't a donation. I don't know. I know. Sure. But Jasmine's lunch Look. costs way more than $30. It always does. It does. This is a fact. I, don't I like to eat. I don't think it's hard to do that in New York City right now. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. But fun. no, I do love the synergy that, that you guys have and how you came together so organically and explained everything so well. And I do feel like, and I, I met Karen a long time ago. It must have been early on. It was really early yeah, on. Yeah, it was really early on. Yep. But I love the progress and we're going to use it. Yep, we sure are. We're going to yes. talk about it. And yeah. I'm going to talk about it on the show, on the on the show about like you know the process and all that kind of stuff because I'm like a regular person we can do person, some so. live coaching and really yeah. like dig in I think the journey from especially now in your business mm -hmm. to where you'll, where you'll be after coaching would be really dope too. I'm with it I would love to see it yep. yeah yeah and Odessa I'm gonna get back on um, into sports let's do it <laughs> <laughs> let's do you it you were playing hoops no, the other day you, you, when yeah. you were talking about it you sound like you love it so don't 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 quit okay. keep going alright and they build some character you yeah pickleball <laughs> I've never played pickleball, but Donnell Rawlings, that is his favorite sport to play. Pickleball? Is it? What, I don't, what is that? How, what it, oh. it's a, everybody's like investing in, in pickleball What right is now. it? Can you it's, describe it's, it? It's like tennis. ping pong on a mini tennis court. Yes. Like okay. badminton. Yes. Okay, I know what badminton is. Okay. Yes. Kind yeah. of. He got like me a remix? paddle and everything. Yeah, I'm going to stick to football. Oh, you got a paddle? Yes. I have a paddle. I have my own I'm paddle. So I've never, I haven't played yet, but my yeah. plan is I want to play pickleball. All right. For no good reason. Let's figure it out. Can we set it you up? Want, yeah. I don't, I don't you want to play pickleball? I, I, don't don't want to I will totally play pickleball with you. All right. Let's take Let a lesson. Let me now. All right. Yeah, All right. But honestly, Same thank y'all so much. Odessa Jenkins, Karen Khan, appreciate you guys so much. iFun Women, how can they find both of you? Go to iFunWomen.com and get started. We are there for it on iPhone women on all the socials. Yes, and you can find me at odessajenkins.com or follow the WNFC. Please follow iPhone women because when you follow them, you follow women, so do that. Okay. All right, we yeah. love it. Way up with Angela Yee. Angela Yee and I love to
to travel. My friends in the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to experience their beautiful islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. USVI is literally one of my favorite places. If you're traveling from the U.S., no passport is required, making travel hassle-free. I love the food, the people, the culture, and the beaches. Gorgeous. Add USVI to your vacation list by heading to visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI, naturally in rhythm. Hey, ladies, it's Angela Yee. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com slash RTP. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.